0: Welcome to Questions About Heaven, a podcast about giving Bible answers to our questions about the afterlife with God. Each week, we seek to answer real life questions with biblical answers about the life beyond this world. Now, here's your host, Brad Zockel. And a good day to you. This is Brad Zockel. You're listening to the Questions About Heaven podcast. Hey, I appreciate the fact that you're coming along and you're learning about the Scripture. And as we uh, head on into our next study here, we're talking about the 12 chapters that every Christian should know. I'm looking outside and seeing the colder weather coming in here in upcountry South Carolina and realizing that as we move into the fall and into the winter, we're getting more snug and more secure. And that reminds me about how God takes care of us as we look at this and the promises of heaven how the Lord is taking us out of the storms of life, out of the storms of this lifetime, as a matter of fact, bringing us into his security. It's a wonderful, wonderful promise from the Lord. Romans chapter 8 says he's not going to let us go. We're not going to lose the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. He's going to embrace us and exhibit that 1 Corinthians 13, eternal, unending love. Ephesians chapter 2 and verse 7 tells us that in the ages to come, he'll continually open up by the abundance of his riches, the kindnesses that we receive through Jesus Christ. And it is through Jesus Christ that we receive all these things. And so I want to thank the Lord right now. We just uh, just thank Yahweh, Jehovah Shalom, the God of peace in the midst of everything going on, and Yahweh Machedashim, the one who sanctifies us and can make us holy. When there's no way we can make ourselves holy at all. Well, I want you to know that uh, the progress on the book is that It looks like the editors have told me that we should be within the week that the book will be ready. And the book is the first of a series of seven books called Heaven is Home, and included with the question and answer uh, sections about this, some of the most asked questions on the different social media that I'm on. With that, there is also a section that you can work on yourself, and you can study them and you can use them in your Bible studies, or if you're a pastor, youth pastor, Bible leader. This section is made for you to be able to simply look at what the scripture says and be able to share that and do, do some thinking on your own. So that's going to come out. The barn studio is just about finished up. And as we said, with the colder weather, we're winterizing it right now. And we appreciate your prayers in that. And if you can see, by the way, uh, if, if there's a chance that you might be able to donate to help us out in the construction of that, would that would be greatly appreciated too. As we're coming up near the end of the year... I want to remind you that we are 501c3, and you do get a tax write-off for your donations to us, and that would be greatly, greatly appreciated. And I'll keep showing you through our website, and also as I continue on in the different classes, the Zoom online classes, or the Instagram classes, or the uh, TikTok classes and things. I'll show you pictures of what we're doing, and so you can see the progress there. Well, let's not waste any more time. Let's get right to it. We're talking about the 12 chapters that every Christian ought to know. You know, it's wonderful to understand and, and and see the scriptures and be able to give answers to people that are asking questions about the you know just the the many things about heaven, about God the Father, about Jesus Christ the Savior, about the indwelling of the Holy Spirit. All of these things that come together, we want to know them, and especially the building blocks of the questions that people have, the building blocks of our faith, and in some ways that we can be able to show people in the very simple first steps of looking at the bible letting them realize it's not a scary thing it does have the answers it's sort of like whenever a major league baseball player is working his way up through the ranks through the minor leagues he has to know those fundamentals of how to field a grounder the proper position not have to worry about fancy moves and the basics of the stance at the plate Things along that line, uh, just very simple things. And here are Christians that want to dance into fancy words or exotic musics or maybe make their sanctuary more attractive and, and more holiday-like. We forget what people really want to know are the basics, the fundamentals. And how do I get to heaven? And will Jesus get tired of me? And will I be a nameless, faceless entity forever? Well, those things... We look at, when we look at the scriptures, we go into those in our study in heaven, but then people will start asking very simple things. And that's where I came up with years ago, based on the most asked questions, and when I was teaching college, and when I was teaching in the the college prep academy, when people would ask different questions on there, I kept thinking, boy, these come up so often, there ought to be a location for them to see, and not having to worry about the specific verses, but get them in through the doorway of that chapter. I like to tell my students, it's like this. When I go to the University of Tennessee football stadium, for example, and I have that ticket, you probably do the same thing I do. I know which gate to go through, and I know which section to go through. Then after that, and I'm looking all around, and everything seems so exciting, I just go over to an usher and I say, Hey, could you tell me where the row and the seat are? Can you help me out? and they they'll guide us there they'll take us there i go to the one of the minor league hockey games that's the same thing i'll just hand them the ticket could you help me out i've got my family with me and that's the same way that we can do we can usher people into the truths of the bible by getting them into the chapter and seeing there where the, the the basics of the answers that they need so let's continue on here we went through the first ones uh the first 3 and i think i may have gone into the fourth but let me go over here And just review here. So the first one we talked about was, where can I find the Ten Commandments? And the answer was Exodus chapter 20. And it wouldn't be a bad idea to be able to take a look and to know in the order of these uh, commandments that you might be able to help people out. When somebody says, okay, where's that commandment that tells you that you should honor the Sabbath, that you should give respect to the Lord's Day? Well, that's the fourth commandment within Exodus chapter 20. Where's that about not taking god's name in vain well that's going to be the third commandment we find it in exodus 20 here let me show you all right the second chapter everybody should know every christian should know was where does jesus himself explain how a person gets to heaven and the answer was john 3. i put this one in here because this was one of the first ones that i asked as i was searching for salvation at the age of 17 i wanted to know what does jesus say about it if he's the one that offers salvation I want to get it straight from the authority, John chapter 3. Then we talked about this very, very exciting event within the Christian timeline called the rapture. Now, the word rapture is not found in the Bible. That is a Latin term designating the event. The Greek word for rapture would be harpazo. There are two passages, and really kind of three passages that you'll find it. First Thessalonians chapter 4, look near the second half of the chapter, it will tell you the voice of the archangel, the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first, we will forever be with the Lord, that excitement. And then also 1 Corinthians chapter 15, when we take a look there and we see the truth of we will be changed, verses 51 and 52, and as we see those different truths, we also note that We will be able to rejoice in the Lord, be able to see with these incorruptible bodies, these imperishable bodies, to be able to have a voice of praise and of service to the Lord. Fantastic. 1 Corinthians chapter 15. Then I also might say, Jesus intimates this as well as John chapter 14. So you have 1 Thessalonians chapter four. We have 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and John chapter 14, where Jesus says, I'm going to prepare a place for you. My Father's house has many dwelling places. I'm going to finish them up. When I'm finished, I'm going to come get you to bring you to where I am. You may be also. Now, number four is, where does it say sin is so bad? There's really two chapters. So I don't want to cheat and you know, just say there's only one chapter. There are two chapters that come to quick reference, and that's Romans chapter 3. Within there, among the passage that describes sin, it tells us, very pointedly, verse 23, for all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Come short of the glory of God. Can't make God's righteousness through that, so we have to deal with that. Romans 6 also talks about this, and it comes to also verse 23 within Romans chapter 6 and says, these sins have been building up, and the wages of the sin is death, eternal death. But, I call it the U-turn verse, the gift of God is eternal life, through jesus christ our lord the gift of god god is giving a gift to you if you try to work for it on your own under your own steam as c.s lewis likes to use the term under your own steam, it's not going to work but the gift that god offers you this calling to you if you take this you take it let it wash over your life wash away your sins give your life to him you will have eternal life now the next one is number five is where can i read about an explanation of heaven you also have two chapters here that you can use but if you're going to say well let's keep to one revelation chapter 21 would open up verse 1 i saw new heavens and a new earth and it goes to describe verse 3 god will be on this new earth this is the eternal state if you want to use it, capital e capital s the eternal state of where God will come down, he will no longer be in heaven, he'll bring heaven down, bring it on earth, and just as in the opening chapters of Genesis, God will walk with us, he will be with us, verse 3 is very clear, that he will dwell with us, and he will be our God, and we will be his people, it reminds me of Galatians chapter 4 and verse 7, where it says, I no longer call you servants, I call you my children, and verse uh, chapter 21, now if you want to, you know, just kind of bleed over into the next chapter, then Revelation chapter 22 will also give you more detail about the New Jerusalem. About verse 23, there's no more curse. Uh, verse 4 of chapter 22, we will see God face to face. Revelation 21 in verse 4 says, we'll never die, we'll never get sick. No depression. Powerful. Now, chapter uh, the next uh, uh, passage that we will find is in number 6. Where can I read some Old Testament prophecies that tell about Jesus and his suffering? See, among the many prophecies, Isaiah chapter 53, Micah chapter 5 and verse 2, we see a number of things. Jesus will be born in Bethlehem. The Messiah uh, will be uh, suffering and he will be humiliated and things uh, that uh, tell us so much in Isaiah 53. Specifically, it's stunning. The Messianic Psalm is Psalm 22. The first verse starts off, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? This is what Jesus has also said on the cross. Verse 16 tells us something very powerful. They pierce my hands and my feet, reminding you that in the day that this was written by David in 1000 BC, there was no such thing in capital punishment as piercing someone's body. The three methods of capital punishment were stoning, hanging, and beheading. So here we're talking about piercing hands and feet, and no doubt the transcribers through the years said, What would that mean? Well, God in His good time will let us know. Well, then when the crucifixion was then created, invented, if you want to use that term, by the Persians in 200 B.C., the Romans plagiarized it. The first recorded uh, crucifixion would be about 1 A.D., when Jesus was one, and then Jesus himself would go to the cross in 33 A.D. You have a description all the way through here. Uh, They are gambling on its clothes. That's in Psalm 22. Look at verse 18 and through the description of the dehydration he suffers uh, through there. Psalm 22, when somebody asks, well, what about these prophecies you're talking about? You can tell them there was a prophecy in unusual and, and, and captivating detail. Psalm 22, 800 years before crucifixion, the thought of crucifixion, was ever brought to mind. Then, number seven, where can I read about the crucifixion and resurrection of Jesus? Everybody keeps talking about this, what Jesus has done. Well, I want to read it myself, somebody tells you. Where do you find it? The Bible seems so intimidating. Take them to the fourth gospel, the four books that are the biographical books of Jesus, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You have them there. John 19, 20, and 21, that passage there. So you can start. If they're asking about the crucifixion, the chapter that you should know the passage would be John 19. You go on into the resurrection, and then Jesus coming back in his resurrected body in verse in chapter 21. Powerful, powerful in there. Now, then after this, Jesus ascends into heaven. Where is that found? Somebody's going to ask you. You know, Jesus, well, what, what happened to him? You know, where did he go, and what was the end or result of this? And you can go to Acts chapter 1. Jesus ascends into heaven, and that's when the disciples are then given the commission there. But Jesus ascends into uh, heaven in the book of Acts, Acts chapter 1. More than I can say about that, I will share some more with you. I see my time is up. Thank you so much, my friends, for listening. And I hope that these will uh, be something that you can commit to memory, these chapters. And then when you talk with people and they say, well, what's the verse? You say, if you'll bear me a second, I'll show you here. I have never had in all my years, if I get to the chapter, somebody goes, well, if you don't know the verse, I don't want to hear it. And that's never happened. They're like, well, okay, well, I know. I'm getting an answer here. So f- just memorize these chapters, and I think these could be most powerful as you're talking with people. Okay? Hey, thanks again. This is Brad. Zulon International Bible Institute is a wonderful institute in which I'm uh, giving classes uh, to laymen um, all over in, in on Zoom uh, throughout the afternoons. Across the country, we have people from all over the country on classes. doesn't cost them a cent. I am finishing up. The graduation time is coming for our Tanzanian students and also uh, for our domestic students. Uh, We have our our gentleman, our valedictorian in Horntown, Virginia. Uh, Chris is doing fine, wonderful. And as we're moving on and expanding the outreach of the Institute to everyone, we are asking for your prayers and support. If you'll go and take a look at Zulon.org, that's X-U-L-O-N. You can see the access to where you can get our other podcasts, where you can see the YouTube link uh, on the YouTube cla- uh, channels and such. And if you feel the Lord is leading you to be able to give, boy, would appreciate it right now. So many things going on. And uh, I am, I'm a staff of one working on my own, uh, painting the barn, getting the studio set up, anything that you can do. I, I'm going to remind you once again, we're a 501c3 uh, corporation and you do receive a tax write-off for the end of the year, anything that you give, $5 would help, Uh, just anything. I travel the country in my own car, take care of my own maintenance and things, and so, you know, anything you do can help. Hey, this is Brad Zockel. I appreciate it. If you you don't, there's no obligation. The fact that you're praying for me means so very much. If you'd like to write me, it's Brad at Zulon.org. Brad, B-R-A-D, at Zulon, X-U-L-O-N, dot org god bless you thank you so much we'll talk some more about our chapters in our next podcast take care have a wonderful god bless day lord willing we'll talk soon thanks for joining us this week on questions about heaven with brad zockel of the Zulon international bible institute be sure to visit our website zulon.org, to learn more about our bible ministry that's x u l o n dot org while you're at it if you found value in this show we'd appreciate a rating on itunes if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. And keep an eye out for our upcoming ebook, "Questions About Heaven." Thanks. God bless you, and have a great day.